Nobody wants to listen to Graham E. Curry. Walk one, my brethren. This be a 2017 remix. Play the music, TT, your cute little engine. We two-star podcast, we are great. Spreading love, denouncing hate. Posh and white and southern too. We're the really middle-class crew. We check our privilege. All different things to say on internet's pretender waves. Steamports, wanking claws and bellends. Graham and his friends. Graham, he's a cheeky chum. Imagining things in football men's song. Campbell. Adam likes to have a moan about politics and Apple phones. Daniel likes erotic fanfic and looking at foreskin dick pics. Uncut. Christopher has bad internet. Fob balloon, brown oak. We're two star podcast, we are great. Spreading love, denouncing hate. We don't do bants cause we're not lads. Our comedy accents are very bad. All with different things to say on internet's pretender waves. Poo and farts and dick pic nudes. and his co-accused. We two-star podcast, we are great. Spreading love, denouncing hate. Our listenership is very few, but we love every one of you. Even poor There's man. one more thing I have to say, intended in a hopeful way. Cold brew hipster, please be my friend. I'm sorry I called you a ballet. Which one was 166? Uh, you missed that. It was the one where uh, Chris spent the entire podcast whispering because his wife had told him he wasn't allowed to speak at normal volume. Interesting. Uh, and uh, Graham was really fed up, and they spent most of the podcast talking about potatoes. I mean, that's that seems typical enough. And I warned them not to, but they did anyway, and then begged me to save them, and I refused. Yeah, fair enough. So it's awful, but... There might be something salvageable from it, maybe like five minutes worth. I don't know. I'll, cool. I'll have a listen. I can't honestly can't remember that far back. Um, so we'll 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 start with one sixty eight, and if Graham joins us at some point, then Graham joins us at some point, and he can he can chip in cool. uh, as such. Uh, do you have anything in any way prepared? I mean, I don't even know why you ask that. Well, I mean, I'd like to be surprised. Again, then I don't know why you ask that. <laughs> Fair. Uh, okay, well, in which case... Uh, oh, okay. Somebody has bought a rabbit sculpture for $90 million. What? Um, a steel cast of... An inflatable wow, rabbit. That's a creepy fucking rabbit sculpture. I mean, I don't think it's really creepy. It's just a bit. Mate, it's weird. got dildos for ears. I mean, uh, that's not how I'd have described them, but I sort of. I mean, they look very pointy, but mm. whatever does it for you, I guess. Um. But still, ninety yeah, million dollars is a lot of money to spend on a 
solid balloon. Yeah. I presume it's not like solid silver or anything like that either. Uh, no, no, it's cast. solid steel. Yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. Um, <sighs> yes. Wow. Um, oh, it's, it was purchased by the father of the Treasury Secretary in the US, Steve Mnuchin. Yes, him. A name uh, not made for podcasting. That's that seems like the sort of thing that someone who's in touch with the ordinary man would do. Spend ninety million dollars on a not I mean, even. I mean, you know, it's 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 quite a kind. It would be quite a sort of neat art piece to have in your hallway or something in your nice big house. But, well, but you know, it's the kind of thing that you could pick up for you know something very similar that you could pick up from IKEA for about thirty quid. Yeah, no, it does. Um, it feels IKEA-ish in that you know it's it, it looks superficially good and nice, but like you worry that when you started poking around the seams or the joins, that things might start falling apart or something. Yeah, mm. odd. Um, however, what I was actually reading about at the time that I saw the story about the very expensive rabbit mm. um, was the exciting prospect of the European elections. Um, oh, yes. Because I it occurred to me... Totally well, it occurred to me that they're next week mm-hmm. um, and I had no idea who was even running in my... Are they constituencies? I don't know what I the mean, technical term is. constituencies, because we are constituents, but um, but like it's not one MP per. Yeah, well, the West, no, the West Midlands, where there are seven MEPs, yeah. as I've just discovered, um, and it turns out last time it was two Conservatives, two Labour, and three UKIP. Yeah. Um, I looked at the vote totals, and it's scary. They're all like in the hundreds of thousands, and the next closest was the Lib Dems at like seventy-five thousand, yeah. not total. 25, but, yeah, it's because um, um, nobody gives a shit about the European elections. Well, I also think it's probably because it seems like the West Midlands are quite racist. That seems to be the the takeaway from. Well, no, but like it's it's one of the depressing things. Okay, like, sorry, well, the West Midlands were quite racist in 2014. I don't know about the current state. We'll see next week. I mean, one assumes that if they were then, they still are now. But anyway, um, uh, well, you know, demographic change. They might all have died off. We can, but hope. Um, yeah, because like everyone's going, oh my god, the Brexit party is going to get like thirty five percent, and everyone keeps forgetting that UKIP got. That's like what UKIP, 30, yeah. That's what UKIP got last time. time. Nothing, but the difference is that this time it looks like the Conservatives are going to get six votes. Yes. So it does make you wonder where all their votes are going to, if they're not going to the Brexit party. Yeah. Because UKIP are getting nothing, and they can't all be going to change UK. I guess oh, if you no based on local elections. UK. Well, especially as all the candidates keep defecting back to their original parties. Yeah. Um, maybe it's Lib Dems. Like they did really well in the locals. Because I, I do think there are a certain they, subset of Conservative members who are like, actually, you know what? I quite like having a job. And... Well, I think it's, I think it's if they're like the sort of um, the sort of centre-ish kind yes. of small C Conservative don't really care that much about burning the foreigners, but yeah. kind of like the free market and yes going to posh schools um so yeah maybe maybe there'll be a massive because i was trying to figure out who to vote for in in the elections that is going to stand a chance of getting a seat 
I did, ca- and it's really complicated because the stupid haunt system means I mean, that like, it's not as straightforward as like, oh, you do this, you get this much, and you get a seat. But I reckon it's about twelve percent of the vote you need to get a seat in the West Midlands. I do love that the unnecessarily complicated voting system has an unnecessarily complicated name. It's not just that there's an apostrophe in there; it's that it's, it's a lowercase d. Is it actually a lowercase d? Oh, it's a lowercase d. And then it's H-O-N-D-T. Yeah, exactly. So it's just... it's. it's I mean, to be fair, it's the name of a guy. Like, it's not like they came up with a silly name for the system arbitrarily. It's named after some guy, a Belgian like, guy, I think. weighted proportional representation or something, just to haunt? Well, like, I'm not sure that means anything to anyone anyway. You might as well give it an arbitrary name, because no one's going to know what no. you're talking about anyway. Um, but, but yeah, I reckon... Actually, to be fair, both the Greens and the Lib Dems got about the same votes last time, so mm. I think it probably doesn't matter which one you vote for. Um, there's a reasonable chance that they'll get at least one seat. Mm. Um, and yeah, I imagine Brexit Party will probably get two or three, and Labour will probably get one or two, and the Tories will probably get one just because, well, you the know, Tories there's, there's a there, well, there's a certain percentage of people that are going to vote Tory and Labour regardless of anything else, because they always do, and that's probably going to be enough to get them a seat in most of the constituencies. Well, apparently the Conservatives are actually briefing that they're not going to get any. Well, um, and like there are Conservative MEPs who have said they're not going to vote for themselves. Yeah, which is, you know, a take. As a well, as a strategy, electoral strategy goes, it's a novel one. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm going to vote for the opposition, but I think you should vote for me. Yes. It's not a great. It's not a stunning vote of confidence in yourself, is it? Mm. Um. But the, the, I saw the polling out of London was like Conservatives on ten percent of the vote. Oh, it's gone down though. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Um, and now. and Labour were looking pretty awful as well. They were only looking at like eighteen percent. Mm. Um, and I don't know how it is in the rest of the country in total, but last time I looked, the Conservatives were on track to get like fourteen percent of the vote or something. Mm. Um, and like you said, they're kind of they're almost anti-campaigning at the moment. They're like, "Don't vote for us because we don't want to be taking part in these elections." It's like, yeah. well, that's great in theory, but what happens if we end up staying and um, you've now got zero representation in the European Parliament because you were. I guess you don't really care because you think the whole thing's a sham, but... So, other comedy implications. So, obviously, in no sane world are we actually going to leave before these people take up their seats. No, well, I mean, May has said that she's going to hold a vote basically just before they're supposed to take up their seats in the vain hope that she can somehow get us out of the EU before any of the MEPs have to sit. But realistically, that's impossible. Even if she won the vote, it wouldn't happen fast enough. And she won't. But they're about to elect a new... um... Uh, commission president and head of the European Parliament and stuff. Yes, with... who will take office the day after the current extension ends. Yes, but they'll be voted on by the British MEPs. Well, right then, fuck off. not necessarily. Okay. Because from what I understand, like the, it's a bit weird. Like the the nomination process for the European president is like not a formal process. It's not like written in in law and in European law yeah. or anything it's just a thing they do so technically they could they could turn around legitimately and say that our MEPs aren't allowed to participate in the process um, I don't think they will but mm-hmm. I don't I think they could whereas with most of the stuff we have to be allowed to keep doing it because that's the that's the rules but yeah. with this particularly I think they could turn around and go no but also I don't think we've got enough MEPs that it's going to make a massive difference maybe 
I guess it depends how close it is. But it's going to be between two candidates anyway, so... Yeah. I mean, obviously it is because of the way they do it with the, like, single transferable vote thing or whatever it is, but it will come down to two candidates. No, 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 for no, no, the action. Um, it'll come down to two candidates, but it'll probably be basically the Conservative candidate and the Labour candidate, effectively. It's whatever it is, the S&D and the... Someone else that he... I mean, like, I understand that the democratic deficit isn't as bad as lots of people make it out, but they really don't make it easy. Well, you say that, but look at our fucking electoral system. That's true. I mean, you know, those in glass houses and everything. I mean, true. you know, you say true. the Hon is silly, but at least it is basically proportional representation, even though it's mm. a bit of a kind of Frankenstein proportional representation. Our system is insane. It's one of the things that, you know, everyone is just so used to tactical voting. That they like psychologically find it really difficult to vote for anyone that's not conservative or Labour, because under normal circumstances, unless you're in like a ridiculously safe seat and it doesn't matter who you vote for, everyone votes tactically because it's first past the post. And there's no like if you don't vote for Labour or Conservative in a marginal seat, you're actively helping the party you don't want to get in. Yep. So you vote for the least worst option to try and avoid getting the worst option. It's just such a horrible horror and of course the fact that you know 80 percent of people's votes just don't count because yeah, you're in a safe seat and i mean i'm not i'm actually in, well not, i wouldn't know if it's technically a marginal but it's it's enough that it it swings um and so it can make a difference but for most people but it's still it's only between conservative and labor like it's not like you can just go well i'll vote for the greens because the, it just feels like just complete waste and you kind of look at the European system and it's like yeah it's complicated but partly it's complicated because we only look at it every five years and even mm. then this is the first time anyone's actually paid attention to it <laughs> I mean let's be honest last year the last one in 2014 was the first one I voted in and I was eligible to vote in the 2009 one and in the 2004 one but I didn't I wasn't even like consciously aware they existed at that point and I consider myself fairly switched on about these things so no wonder the turnout's like nine people normally. This is the first time everyone's been like, oh, this is actually a thing that's happening. Mm. Um, now, how many people are going to storm into the, the polling station and just write Brexit all over their ballot and then just like throw it at the returning officer? I don't know. Um, mm. But I have a feeling there's going to be a decent turnout one way or another. Yeah, I mean, part of me hopes so, yeah. I'm just not so. sure who I'm going to vote for. I'm going to vote Lib Dem. Like, I could vote Green, I suppose, but... Um... Well, like I said, I think in my constituency, it, it it doesn't make a huge difference. They both got about the same last time, and yeah. they've both seen big jumps this time round from the local elections, so they've both probably got about the same chance of getting a candidate in, like, sixth or seventh place. Yeah, um, I mean... In. I'm not, like, I don't think it'll make that much difference, the number of candidates, because, like, UKIP have had 11 billion MP, MEPs for ages, isn't it? Well, it, do, it does make a difference. difference. Well, technically they don't. Almost all the UKIP MEPs have defected. Oh, right, yes. Like, I, I don't know how many they've got now, but most, like almost all of them either defected like previously to independent parties or whatever, or they've now defected to the Brexit party. Well, no, no, no but what I mean, like at the time, they got a bunch of people elected and everyone was like, eh. Oh, well, they will, because, I mean, yeah. the, the reality is like Farage is going to win a bunch of seats because that's just the way the system works yeah, like, yeah. you don't have to get a massive amount of the vote to get at least one seat in each yeah but area. like I think you know no one will care how many MEPs they got they'll care like what the vote share was well I don't think anyone will care I think 
people will care about whatever they can use to spin yeah. it in a way that benefits them. So it'll either be the number of MEPs that they got or the vote share that they got or how they did in particular constituencies mm. or, you know... And, and even if they did badly, they'll somehow... They'll do the local election thing of, like, well... You know, the Conservatives got like 8% of the vote nationally. And what that means is that people really want us to get on with Brexit. And and it's like at that point, like, you know, who cares? Um, But it will nonetheless be interesting to see. I think the most interesting thing, to be honest, is what happens with Labour. Yeah. And they're like, we're we're the party for basically nobody. Like, Mm. whether, whether you support Remain or Leave, don't vote for us because... We haven't got a clue. Yeah. Um, pick, pick literally anyone else. Um, so they they that'll be interesting to see what happens to them and how well they do. But uh, I don't know. I don't know when we get the results either because I, I know a lot of the countries don't vote until the weekend. I don't know whether we get the results early because a lot of the countries are sensible and they don't vote on a weekday. Like do it on a Sunday so people don't have to like try and squeeze it in around work or whatever. Um, but for some reason we always do ours on a Thursday. So do it on the Thursday and then I think we might have to wait until Sunday I don't know what the rules are whether they can because obviously it's not going to affect the outcome in the other countries because they're not the same parties but they're part of the same European Parliament parties so maybe they just say like you're not allowed to announce your results until everybody's voted so that you don't affect them okay yeah Mm. it makes sense because you wouldn't want it to potentially influence I look forward to three solid days of newspapers making up wank fantasies about what happens. Oh, what, from the exit polls? Yes. I've never been exit polled. I, I feel, like, personally no, attacked here. Um, you know, at no point has anyone grabbed me walking out of a polling station and gone, excuse me, sir, can we ask you some questions? No. And I don't mean in, like, a police manner. I mean, like, in a survey manner. Um, but Actually, have they? No, I have been exit polled. I was going to say, I'm not surprised you have no recollection of whether or not you've ever been exit polled. Well, I always find voting very weird, because it's like, in ev- like everywhere else I've voted has been pop along to this random school. Um, you know, there's a old, nice old lady with pencils and things, and you just get crossed off a list, and you go and vote in the classroom, and then you wander off again. And it's it's a very, I find it a very odd experience but um but yes no there was like it was it was done by a one of the a campaigner from one of the parties and it was literally so how did you vote and i was like what so i'm doing an exit poll and for all i know he was like a communist spy or something but it was like oh i voted for blur and they were like oh that's great i work for them and i was like what but meh yeah it is a bit weird um uh, sorry, I just BT have just unveiled a new logo, oh, God. and wow! Is it as bad as the Change UK one? It's worse. It's much it, worse. It genuinely is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My God, I, I don't. That's a placeholder. No, no, no. That's. <laughs> that looks, it looks like a. Um... Like an age certificate or something, like you know, fifteen, eighteen, universal. Yeah, BT. yeah that's. You... God, I hope this isn't a trend. Fuck me. Of just like shit bland logos in black and white. Mm. Have they actually done it, or are they considering it? 
No, no, no. This is if they've. The it, this says on on Wednesday. Has confirmed plans to rebrand, rebrand the telephone company. Yeah, on Wednesday, BT filed a trademark application with the logo. Goodness. Uh, they said the branding was still being finalised and was expected to be rolled out in August. But how much do you yeah, think that dickhead with a top knot got paid to come up with that? <laughs> oh, this is an amazing quote. Job. Our CEO has been very clear, that's always a bad sign if you have to have an adjective in front of clear, uh, that the new mark symbolises real change. Um, okay. I mean, I know that they don't say change for the better, or improvement. Yeah, it's just <laughs> real know. arbitrary change. We've been, we've been a shit company for a long time, <laughs> and we feel that our logo needs to reflect that. Yeah, I mean, like, Change, change UK, actually no, the best one is uh, Leave Means Leave, who, uh, who literally ripped off the Tesco value branding for their mm, logo. That sounds entirely in character. Um, but this is something else entirely. This looks like the kind of thing that... I guess you could probably like really easily replicate this with like a, a rubber stamp and some ink. Like It's the kind of thing that's really easy to kind of stick on anything. But Why would you want to? Maybe you've got like a big thing for BT. Mm. I mean, does anyone have a I mean, someone's got to. There are some very weird people out there. That's true. Everything is somebody's fetish. Uh, I see Graham is, is doing his best impression of Dan. Yeah, I just thought I'd do some typing. Yeah, no, fair enough. Oh, other exciting news. Um, that you're all going to be, like, it's going to leave you on tenterhooks till September. Uh, Dave is publishing his memoirs. Oh, Christ. Who? Like, the cover is basically the cover Oh, David Cameron. Yeah. I thought you meant Dave from Birmingham. <laughs> no. Um, well, he might. He might be. I don't know if we checked. Well, I think he's already published his memoirs, just in ongoing form as he yeah. mems them. Yeah, but no, it, it's basically the, the book cover equivalent of that logo in that it's a picture of David Cameron with a slightly not shiny face and a grey background. I'm looking and forward to the chapter on fucking pigs. I am looking forward to literally none of it and the bit where he fucked the country. Again, I'm sure it'll be serialised in the Daily Mail or something. Would, would, um, well, actually, maybe not these days. Who would who would want to serialise it? It's not really like express fodder, especially now they've been bought out. Yeah. Um, again, with the Daily Mail new editor, Telegraph maybe. I mean, you, Kit Kat. F- what do you think is the best chocolate biscuit? Chocolate. Uh, how are you? How are you limiting the definition of chocolate biscuit here? Okay, so so you see, I would say that a Kit Kat is not a chocolate biscuit. I'd say a Kit Kat is a chocolate bar. Yeah. No, it's in the it's the middle ground. You have normal biscuits, and you have your chocolate biscuits, which are like penguins, Kit Kats, breakaways. Okay, then you have your yeah, chocolate but... bars, which so a Kit Kat chunky would be a chocolate bar. But that's got that's arguably got yeah, more wafer in it than the a regular Kit Kat. Chunky is no, in the same rules. classification as the Kit Kats. Would your mum have put it in your pack lunch? That's the question. But no, it didn't she, exist. She would not have put a Kit Kat Chunky in your pack lunch, but she would have put a normal Kit Kat in. She would have done if they well, existed. Yeah, two Kit fingers. Kat chunkies didn't exist. I beg your pardon? Yeah. Imagine um, a four-fingered Kit Kat Chunky. Oh, peanut Kit Kat Chunky, they're amazing. One oh, peanut, I... one mm. normal, one... I like the cookie uh, ones. Orange. I forgot the orange ones. And so one mint. Which um, are horrible, but... I, I, I have like the any New York cheesecake ones. They don't do them now. No, I haven't. They were great. Mm, no, I um, like them. The salted caramel fudge ones are nice. They still do them. Quite like peanut lion bars as well. Mm. 
I like lion bars. They're underrated. I would never think to eat a lion bar. It would, no. If it came in a, um, a wash name, like a selection box, then I would definitely eat it, but... Mm. Yeah, the only reason I used to, uh, it just happened that I was working somewhere and they had like a, a WH Smiths next door mm. and they had they they were doing the like peanut lion bars peanut butter lion bars as a, like a promotional thing with their lunch deal so it was like yeah like one of them mm. I wouldn't really nice. ever think to buy a toffee crisp either which is weird because it's one of my favourite no bars. I don't I, ever think to I'm not as much a fan of toffee crisps they're nice they're all right but they're not I mean there's no double like decker is it. No, I'm a big fan of a Twix. Yeah, mm. Twixes are another one that I would never buy, but would always enjoy. Mm. I don't like uh, when they try and f- make a Twix more fancy, like with a white chocolate. No, one or something. no, 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 like, just, just a just a regular just one. Leave it. Mm. You've got a winner there. Yeah, don't dick with it. Mm. Definitely don't do that. Do not dick with a Twix. That's a health warning. <laughs> that was their new new brand. <laughs> yeah. Um, trying to get down with the down with their fellow kids on Twitter. Mm. So I think um, a mint penguin is probably one of the best chocolate biscuits. Yep. I haven't had a mint penguin in a long time. No, you wouldn't. You don't. You get to a point where until you until your children are sort of that yeah. age, you would you, you know you could go for thirty or forty years feasibly without having no probably not that long. Well, it depends when you have children, doesn't it? Mm. But I I probably haven't had one for. 20 years and it won't be long before I'm back in that zone yep I wonder what biscuits will be like then because they might be all kinds of new ones that I've never had well no given the way that the universe is going it's just going to be like whatever the fuck biscuits were in the Mm. 70s which I presume is basically oat cakes with extra shit you know the chocolate biscuits that are complete horse shit Uh, clubs 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 are rubbish even See, mint, I quite like club clubs. Or orange club, or even that weird one with raisins in, it's still worse than any other chocolate biscuit you could have had in your lunch at that point. I mean, See, I, I quite like clubs. Hmm. Although, to be fair, I haven't had one in a long time. So. The problem is, if you do have one now, you will find that to be satisfied, you would need to eat at least seven. Well, and that's also probably because they're size. probably like a quarter of the size they were when oh, I was a child. Yeah, true. Where do you think a wagon wheel fits? On a wagon, I've never liked wagon wheels, but then I don't, I don't really like marshmallow. So mm. yeah, see, I quite like the sort of softness inside. I think it's I like the ones with jam in. No, 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 no Marley's no. favourite type of wagon wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's got a sheep. <laughs> so anyway, what were we talking about before I uh, I came and improved everything by talking about chocolate biscuits? Uh, the European election. So you very much did improve God. everything. Yes. I had um, a leaflet through my door earlier, which I was going to photograph and share, but I'd forgot. Um, from the Yorkshire Party, okay, who have said it doesn't matter your view on Brexit. What we can agree is that the government won't do it properly anyway. Come on. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's it's a solid I mean, it's, solid strategy. It's fair enough, but you can't just sit on the fence like that in, a, in an election leaflet. Well, I mean, what's their what is their position? Would they do it well, they properly? Don't, they don't state. Hang on, let me go I, mean, I presume they just want full and total independence for Yorkshire. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Yexit? Yorkset. Mm. I mean, I am totally up for, like, the dissolution of the UK, and by which I mean, like, complete and total independence for Cornwall, for Yorkshire, 
for Scotland, for Wales, for Northern Ireland. So um, basically, you want to kind of break it up into a, a sort of, you know, medieval-style series of fiefdoms yes. ruled over by a, a lord. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right, so I've got my leaflet. It says, Brexit, Yorkshire's voice is ignored. Who will speak up for Yorkshire? You might support Brexit, you might oppose it, but at this election, a vote for the Conservatives, the Labour Party, Liberal Democrats, Change UK, Brexit Party or UKIP is a vote for a, a party that will, when push comes to shove, put London first. OK, vote for the Greens then. Yeah. Problem solved. Yeah, there you go. Yep. And uh, the truth is, though, when it comes to Brexit, your vote doesn't matter. That's because whether you were a Remain or Leave, politicians never really pay attention to the voters of the north of England. I mean, they don't. That's absolutely well, yeah, true. Well, yeah, that's... Yeah. So then, that's nothing uh, new. No. Then they say that they are a centrist political party that was founded five years ago to campaign for one thing, a stronger Yorkshire and a fairer UK. So, it... Is there a reference to God's own county on there? Um... Did they run in the ge- in the general election then? Did they run in the 2017? Was there a, a Yorkshire Party candidate in the um, 2017 general election? I've got a feeling there was, yeah. Oh, Jesus. They, um, definitely, I, they definitely do in the local elections. See, I've only had like the standard, the standard lot stuffed through my door. I've had a Labour one, a Change UK one, and a Brexit Party one. The Brexit Party one was... The, 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 the other two were just pushed through the letterbox. The Brexit Party one was explicitly addressed to me, mm-hmm. which I find personally insulting because... No, no, it, no it's great, it's great. Obviously um, suggests I'm quite racist. Mm. Well, no, my wife got off. one, but I didn't. No, oh, so your wife's racist? Yeah, well, that's probably just profiling her family. Mm, true. But, what, but you can fuck them up by making a subject access request uh, for all the data they hold on you. Oh, that's a good point. I could do and that. It, they can't charge you for it. And it's cool. the money. That I'll do like that. Something mm. I'd have to write a letter or something. There's probably a stock form somewhere. You have to go uh, to a post office or a post box. I think you can do it via email. Okay, um, I'd have to open up Outlook. Uh, how do I make a subject access request? Blah 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 blah. Find the right, find a thing. Write to an organisation. Is there a oh free template letter available from the ICO website? Awesome. Cool. Right, I'll be doing that. So it's quite interesting the Brexit Party leaflet because it's got it's got four people on it on the front of it. It's got Farage, obviously. Yeah. It's then got a token black guy. Okay. Uh, a woman who apparently is from the fishing industry, who I've never heard of, and Claire Fox. I've, who's Claire Fox? Uh, she's a, well, she's classified on here as a writer, but is also a awful person. I think she's just a professional racist. Yeah, she's she's a big fan of the IRA. Okay. Oh yes, her. Yes. Um, and then uh, they've got some interesting stats on the back. Mm. Um, 83% of Labour MPs back a second referendum 92% of Brexit voters feel betrayed but to be fair they did before they voted mm. too so, I mean that's why they voted not, 498 MPs promised to honour the result well, they don't say the result of what just yeah. the result and they don't I don't well I mean they haven't said that they're not honouring it have they no um, although I mean to be fair their slogan's actually fairly good on the scale of like say Change UK um, which is changing politics for good. Mm. That's the Brexit Party. Yeah. Which is actually, like, it's quite a good mm. political slogan. I mean, like, when you look at... Change UK is not only a terrible <coughs> name with terrible branding and all the rest of it. Mm. Like, you know, say what you like about Farage, he's good at this shit. Like, he's he knows what to do to 
get people to vote for him. Mm, just break a lot of uh, spending regulations. Well, that helps, obviously. Well, yeah. I think they all get a free leaflet, don't they? So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so apparently I should vote Brexit Party 23rd of May. Yeah, well, maybe. I'm not going to, but apparently I should. Uh, but I am going to, however, submit a subject access request yeah. to the Brexit Party. It's next yeah. week, so, isn't it? It is next week. We're be really 23rd. 23rd, but we don't find out until the Sunday uh, what the results are. It's going to be like there was an explosion in a twat factory. Yep. Yes. Oh, yeah. And like Dan pointed out, we're going to have three days of just everybody giving their hot takes based on exit polls that will then all turn out to have been talking total bollocks come Sunday night when they actually publish the results. I don't understand why they're even making us do these elections. I don't want to have to elect an unelected bureaucrat. No. I shouldn't have Mm. to. It's it's an affront to democracy. It's unacceptable that they're making us do it. I quite like affronts to democracy, particularly (laughs) at the moment. Yeah. Uh... Okay, yeah, there's a there's a form letter here that I can uh, fill out. I've just got to figure out who to send it to. Now, there is an address on here, promoted by Toby Vincent on behalf of the Brexit Party. So, uh, 83 Victoria Street, London, England, SW1H0HW. Well, that so, doesn't sound like Birmingham. Nope, mm. that, that sounds like uh, a man who's going to get a subject access request from me. <laughs> well, um, this, this Yorkshire one was sent to me by A. Craven, who lives in Wakefield. <laughs> ah, well, at least you see, that's, yeah. Yeah. I uh, so I put Gemma's Brexit Ooh, I wonder, party one in the bin. With I wonder if it's Toby Vincent, child actor, East Sussex. This <laughs> is the first <laughs> result when I googled it. Could be. I um, thought a very different word was going to come after child. Then. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, he's also there's also a Toby Vincent program director at Smudge. Okay. Uh, Toby Vincent is an actor, extra, and model based in Ilford. Hmm. Uh, how to build a company in a new market with Toby Vincent? Ah, he's the co-founder of Smudge. Same guy. What is Smudge? Uh, some company in New Zealand. Smudge Apps. Hang on a minute. Oh, so new, from New Zealand. Racism. So he's an immigrant. Uh, well, I think this is a different Tony Vincent. Toby oh, Vincent. Right. Oh, it might be the same one. There's also apparently one who's a writer who wrote Driven, The Ringmaster, and Crash. I don't know which of the crashes that is. Um. Oh, okay, I misread that quite badly. <laughs> On the subject of the what you were expecting, um, following my child's statement, yeah. I just I misread the... Uh, due to a line break, I misread the, uh, the Google search summary as I am a young actor particularly suited to young boys between 13 to 15. <laughs> but it's playing. Yes. Yeah. Not playing with. No. No. Good. For a, for a libel uh, man called Toby Vincent or a child mm. called Toby Vincent on the internet. Well, it serves him right for having the same name as a racist. Well, yeah. Um, it's what you get, motherfucker. Oh, I can request my medical records from the Brexit party, apparently. That's a good idea. Awesome. Uh, also, CCTV, CCTV footage that they have on me. So if you request your medical records, they have to go and get them? I think so, yeah. Brilliant. It's a bit like Deliveroo, yeah. but for personal data. Hmm. Um, so is there anything less depressing we could talk about? No. We could try and work out where Chris is from Google Maps. No, we are not doing that. Mm. We shouldn't have done it the first time, and we are definitely not doing it again. Mm. Um, 
So, yeah, we can't do that. Um, Alright, well, Dan, you've got to save uh, this, then. It's on you. I, I literally, like, nothing interesting ever happens. I went to a board games meet-up yesterday. That was quite fun. That sounds interesting. What, did, what board games do you play? Um, I played The Resistance Avalon, which is fun. Um, it's a lying game, vaguely akin to the Polar Bear game, but a bit more complicated. Yeah, and I've played Resistance before. Yeah. Um, and Terraforming Mars, which was very detail orientated and I probably wouldn't play it again. Did you terraform Mars? We did. Oh, well done. Yes. When um... I even, My highlight was introducing bears to Mars. Good. The bears then eat the uh, small furry animals owned by the other players. That was kind of funny. But was that intentional? Well, I didn't realise they could do it at the time, but yes. Um, in the end, okay. it was um, like because I thought they had to eat my own small furry animals, which I was a bit like, "Well, that sucks." But I get more victory points, and then someone pointed out, "No, I could eat other people's small furry animals," and I was like, "I am totally doing that." But we finished terraforming Mars before they got to eat more than a couple of little animals. Disappointing. Mm. So, what's the object of this game apart from um, just uh, it's to animal cruelty? <laughs> well, as far as I can tell, it's to terraform Mars and keep as much of it for yourself whilst occasionally dropping asteroids on your opponents. So it's sort of like Risk, but on Mars. It's But with bears. I mean, it's it's not exactly like Risk. Um, and there's no dice for a start, uh, yeah. which is a blessing. Um, it's more like um, Catan on Mars, but without okay. dice and, and asteroids. We've got a nerd at work who um, insists on painting little toy soldiers on his lunch hour and oh, wow. today I demanded that he explain Warhammer to me and I think oh, I Graham. understood about four words Fantasy or 40k? I, I don't the, understand El- yeah, Space else. Marines or Medieval? Do they have guns? Absolutely no idea. <laughs> One of the things that he was doing was like a, a dragon that was also a skeleton. So I assume the fantasy okay, so one. Fantasy, fantasy yeah. I, um, I don't really know Warhammer Fantasy particularly well. I just it was just impenetrable. And I said, yes. but how do you forty forty k you can move? There's no board. And he said, oh, you, you measure. You measure it with a tape measure. What? Yeah. Come on. Forty k makes a bit more sense just because so many things have ripped off forty k now that everyone thinks that forty k is ripping off all the other things because it kind of invented a lot of the sci-fi, these kind of standard sci-fi tropes um, that are now you know used everywhere. Um, so you, you'd probably be quite familiar with some of the stuff just by association, if nothing else. But mm. the fundamental game is still the same. It's still about measuring things out and like blast radius discs and you know damage dice and all the rest of it um never really grabbed me like i i you know obviously played space uh, space hulk but um space crusade wasn't it space hulk was the uh the original thing that it was based on yeah i never um, even really understood what was happening with space crusade that much well space crusade was really cut down because you were just fighting gene stealers and for some reason dreadnoughts which didn't make any sense but Let's not dig into that in too much detail now. Cool though, aren't they? They are. Um, with your little space marines. Mm. Um, so that, it was a bit like kind of space hero quest. You didn't You didn't have to paint anything. Actually, that's a good point. I want to try... You could have done. They were made of plastic, so... Yeah, they, but... They were so, already sorry, the right colours. 
that's true. So but, you, didn't you, know, have you to can paint, paint it. plastic. It just makes it better or, like, immediately. Yeah. Uh, why the fuck should I have to paint the game myself? Go finish the job, you pricks. I'm now, I now really want to play the Hero Quest. There we go, found it. Hero Quest PC game on Abandonware. Uh, I did used to have that. I quite liked yeah. it. Yeah. It just suddenly had a, a desire to play it. Uh, wow, I don't know if I can if I can get it. It's, it's nearly 600 kilobytes. Mm, you're going to need a bigger internet. Uh, I'm going to have to download DOSBox as well, aren't I? Oh, God. So is, is HeroQuest Abandonware just the um, the board game, but... HeroQuest, yeah, it's basically the board game, but it's not quite the board game. It's more of a, an actual game. Um, but it's... Uh, it's you. You basically you pick um, you pick one of the classes, and then you pick if you're a wizard, you pick your like spell domain of like earth, air, wind, and fire, and then you kind of traverse the dungeon squares, and you kill stuff and open chests, and invariably die because it was a computer game from the '90s, and therefore unbelievably difficult, and also probably buggy as fuck, so you couldn't complete it even if you were good. Yeah, um, so I'm playing it in the browser right now. Um, wow. Select screen format. MCA slash VGA, 256 colours. EGA, or Tandy. Um, select internal soundboard. Se- select soundboard. Internal, Adlib, or Roland. Um, I, just lo- I, just, I love the fact that there was a, a sound card that was just called Roland. Yeah. That, that, those were the good old days when it used to take you like 40 minutes to just get the game to make sound mm. yeah you had to have a different boot disc if you wanted sound or like um, video yeah. <laughs> oh <my> God, <laughs> to choose between cool. audio and video yeah oh yeah so you can play it in your browser yeah where from uh, I literally just googled HeroQuest Abandonware and clicked the first link I found um, I'm Oh yeah, you can just play in your browser. Huh. Alright, well let's um let's spend the rest of the podcast. Let's all play Hero Quest, yeah. Hi everyone, it's Daniel here. I'm editing this afternoon's podcast. And I just want to say I hope you've enjoyed this one so far. I mean, I appreciate it's been a bit shit, but you know, you listen to us anyway. Um the rest of the podcast is literally just us shouting at the computer as we try to play Hero Quest and mostly fail. It's awful. So, I'm just going to finish the episode here, but I will leave the rest of the thing in if you really, really want to listen to it. So, um, my advice, just turn off now. But if you want to keep going, keep going. Oh, this is confusing. So, it's one of those Q is up, A is down, and I can't work out what is left and right. Oh, man. Uh... No, I might need to enable mouse. Um, oh, of course, because... Oh, God, that's loud. Yeah, I turned sound off. <laughs> what screen format do I want? Uh, uh, VGA. I think EGA or VGA works. I'm going to have uh, a, I'm going to have Roland for sound. Um, I forgot you could play you could play um, like local co-op, which is why you get to pick the um, what what uh, the controls are, the control scheme for each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I wonder if you can play it online co-op. Uh, I somehow doubt. So we'd all have to start the same mission and then tell <laughs> the others where we wanted to go and what we wanted to click Gremlin. on. Gremlin. How hope very that retro. The dice was exactly the same. Yeah. Copyright 1991. That is 
Okay, um, I want the opportunity to not old. choose fucking keyboard because I don't know what left and right are. Have you tried Z and X? I have now, and they don't work. It's a little village. Oh, shit. Uh, okay, so I K and L. No, it is something. So I just got it to work. O and P. That's up. Ah, Control F12 oh, yeah, oh, makes me. everything go faster. There we go. Oh, this is confusing. That's better. That's, it's all this fucking story. Yeah, no, I'm just having to batter space bar, but it's not going any quicker. Come on, you bastard. Oh, shit, no, I don't want... Oh, this would be more fun just before I go forth. Okay. Uh, I understand, Mentor. I don't okay, care. I'm just looking at... Uh, I'm just watching a wizard stare at fire. Yeah. I just watched that, and I can see his earrings. Uh, they are pretty wicked. I can't fair. click on the advance because the thing is too sensitive. Oh, oh here we go, here we go. Um, oh, I'm not reading all that. Look how many words there are. It's worse than Doom. So I'm strength eight. Yes, Doom, that fa famously text-dense game. Oh, no. It's asked me to okay. centre the joystick and press fire. <laughs> I haven't got a joystick. Shit. Oh, God. I've been defeated. It's a disaster. I don't oh, you can speed it up with Control F12. Yeah, it doesn't really make any difference. Fuck no. it. Right now, I've got to start again. <laughs> don't choose key, uh, joystick. Joystick. Don't choose mouse either. Don't choose keyboard either. <laughs> don't don't choose any of the input options. Oh, here we. Oh, okay. No, no. Here we go. Here we go. I think I figured it out. I can. Um, are we doing do a that. let's play? I think we are, aren't yes. we? We're doing well, we're kind of, it's more let's figure out how to play. Yes, well that's better, because it's more real. So like, this is the official two-star podcast um, Let's Play Hero Quest from 1991. I <laughs> don't welcome. understand what's happening. I, keep... I mean, nothing's, nothing new there. <laughs> but, but like even more so than usual. Like, I can... Oh god, I'm still going through the... How did I put up with this as a kid? Oh, what the fuck? Oh, it's actually making me press spacebar as well. I thought it would just probably do it itself if I ignored it for long enough. No. Like, literally everything I do, it rolls some more numbers for me. Oh, E for um, English. Oh, shit. Have you selected Dutch or something? No, I've got a centre joystick and press fire. <laughs> ah, you, now it's hit you. <laughs> like, okay, so That's got, for laughing at me. I've got a key icon, a sword icon... A question mark icon. A we basically playing Nightmare at this point. Dan's telling us what's on his screen. <laughs> yes. We pretty much are. Um, well, no, I we should like... be telling him what's on his screen. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I feel like somehow me being able to see everything and use the controls is still not... about the equivalent of me playing Nightmare. It's not necessarily helpful, is it? No. I'm back with um, this twatty wizard again. I don't. Oh, I don't get this at all. I just want to move. You tried moving. Oh, I, yes. I'm pressing the left and right buttons, and there's a hand that wanders round. Um, but it doesn't like whenever I click on anything, it just pulls up some shitty grey screen, and um, and I roll the dice again. I don't remember having to sit through this much fucking work. No, neither do I. I but. But then again, I was a child. Time travel, time like moved much faster than. Yeah, you did have that um, temporal vortex field. 
okay, I think I've sped the game up dramatically, but only outside of... Like, it's not making these screens go any faster, but the wizard's fire just went at turbo speed. Mm. So I've now got to a point where it's just frozen. I think I've broke it. I'm not starting again. This is horse shit. Come on, Dan, tell us what you can see. I can just... Oh, I've wa- I walked! Yes! I don't know what I did, but I've walked somewhere. Christ on a bike. Yeah, it's frozen. I've got to restart it again. Shitting hell. Oh, I've gone down the corridor. This is amazing. Um, I wonder how I search for traps, because I know that's a thing. Have you chosen a class? Well, I think I've chosen Warrior, because uh, I clicked on a sword thing. You're doing really shit play Let's Play. You're meant to describe the game for the listener. All right, so I'm I'm now in a straight corridor, and I can't remember. How, I know there's traps, and I can't remember how I search for them. Oh, I've um, I found a small wooden box. This is old and plain, but inside there are fifty gold coins worth of jewels. Neat. Okay, so that must be traps. So how? Oh, so I can search for treasure or for traps. I think. Oh, I've just okay. realised. All I'm doing is restarting the game. I'm not actually. Oh, yeah, good point. It doesn't actually restart DOSBox, oh, therefore shit. the input's the same. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, tits. I did not. Right, start again. <laughs> I've just control f 5 Okay, DOSBox. Oh, oh, no, I think it's remembering my... Oh, shit, I'm going to have to start in incognito mode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, if you run... I wonder what happens if I run mg.bat. Ooh. Please insert this too. Shit. That's the way. It's intro.exe here at exe. tab now because it's remembered my preferences. Yeah, this this. So if you if you don't run the game executable, just run quest.exe. Skips the, the intro. Downloading shit. No, no. If you look at the above, there's a drop down. Oh, you there? select no. yeah, select game executable quest.exe, and then it skips all the intro shit. Oh, nice. I search for traps. Awesome. Right, start. How can you play DOS in a in a internet window? This is crazy. This is insane. But also oh, kind of cool. It says configuration file missing. Type ah, zero probably to set configuration. You... Oh, okay. So you might have to right, run it. Go through that again. I yeah, see. run hero first, and then um, once you've Holy made shit, your selections. Mouse, 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 no. mouse. Fuck. Oh god! Now there's music on. Oh yeah, shit. Mute tab. How do I open doors? How do I open doors? Go off. Keyboard, 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 keyboard. I should have chosen a Roland. Stop. And then run quest.exe. Oh, this is F10. Oh, oh no. F10. That wasn't sufficient. F10. F10. Why is the music still on? Oh, I can't even mute Chrome in um, sound <laughs> control panel because it will mute you two as well. Uh, you can right click on the tab and do mute site. I okay. didn't know that existed. Brilliant. Yeah, me that's the best button yeah, I've ever uh, heard of. Yeah. Yep. Firefox has got a similar one where you can just click on the little speaker icon and that uh, makes it. Why is it making me go through all this horse shit again? I thought we'd. Uh, I thought doing quest.exe made that not happen. Well, since I... the toe of an old boot is a valuable gem, the stone is worth 50 gold coins. It seems to be a running theme. It does. Um, okay, My speedy up and slowy down buttons don't seem to work anymore. They only work. Like it seems to only work for the animated bits. Doesn't actually work for the screen yeah, transitions. I, I couldn't make even the animation, the fire speed up. No, because no, okay. it was funny. Ah, uh, this. Oh, I found a goblin. Ah, uh, shit! How do I hit it? <laughs> okay, there's a sword icon. That sounds promising. 
sword. Yeah, uh, that's I can't be asked. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna enjoy this vicariously through Dan until I can get DOSBox up and running. Enemy out of range of your weapon. Um, How far away are you? Uh, it's diagonally one square away from me, so I guess I'm going to have to move one diagonally. You can't use a sword diagonally, Daniel. Come on, use your brain, that. mate. Have a think. Okay, let's You've wielded a sword before, haven't you? Obviously, but okay. How do I sword you here? Come on, sword that little fucker. I'm trying. I can't remember which button's up. Ah, the bloody... The keys are really sensitive. Oh, there's a dripping skull. Yay, the enemy is dead. I rolled three skulls. Hooray! Oh my god, this is my bad. I've not watched many Let's Play videos, um, but... Literally every one of them. Every it... last one is better than this. Well, I was going to say, does it consist of the host silently playing the game. Well, okay, so I'm in... describing what's going on. No, you're supposed to like, you know, be uh, interacting with your audience right. even if you're no, not I can choose language. interacting. Which with language should I choose? I'm going to say English on the basis that you we don't do speak English any or French or German or Italian or Spanish. Spanish. Uh, I went for English. Right, I've got I mean... three buttons. I've got one that is an isometric sort of thing. One that is like a, uh, a T-1000 next to a man with, like an elf, with an arrow pointing at him. And one that is an axe and a hat on a sh- on some shelves. Which one should I, I click? Axe and a ha- click on the axe and the hat, because I think that's I think that's, isn't that just, yeah, human elf dwarf? Yeah. No, it's, it's three distinct buttons that look like they probably mean different things. Yes, that's what I mean. Human, elf. No, I'm not even... Oh, you mean actually... Yet. No, this oh. is before I even get to that point. Oh, I don't ah, know. So then. this, I think, I'm in a place where I can buy weapons, I reckon. Oh, neat. Okay, so that's uh, what that button is. So then this shop. one is... Oh, of course, I forgot. Between, like, the kind of missions you do, you can... Between, like, the quests, you can oh, spend just... your coins and stuff on uh, Okay, and items. you can name your character. Right. And name my character. Oh, shit, I've not done any of that. Okay, shall I be a barbarian? Uh, a dwarf? Um... Uh, don't uh, be a barbarian. Like an elf barbarian. thingy or a wizard? It's be an elf thing. I assume that's like an elf. Right, I've made him in play, and I'm going to name him Christopher. Nice. This is going to take some serious editing. This episode. No, I, mean, I wouldn't bother. Um, yeah. So Christopher the maybe elf. Now this. That sounds Button. very much like Chris, yes. It says, the character is renewed. I don't know what that means. Now I'm going to... There's a floppy disk with a magnet next to it. So I'm going to save It's going to raise the floppy disk, I presume. Please insert my data disk, okay? And now I can save him over. So I'm going to save over one of the other slots. There we go, right. I've made a character. That's the middle button. So now the left button must be to play. So, and I can now choose my spells from water, air, fire, or earth. I can't remember what they all do, so... Well, I, no, I don't know. I'm going to go air, because that's, that's like guffing. Right, we've got a level selection, I think, now. We've got the maze, the rescue of Sir Ragnar, lair of the Orc Warlord, Prince Magnus's gold, Melar's maze... It's weird how this is all coming back to me now. 
Uh, Legacy of the Orc Warlord, The Stone Hunter, The Fire Mage, Race Against Time, Castle of Mystery, Bastion of Chaos. It's a lot of missions, isn't it? Yeah. Barrow of the Witch Lord, Quest for the Spirit Blade, Return I to remember Barrow of the Witch Lord. Or Next Page. I'm not going on to the next page. Any preference? No, no go for it. I'm doing the Bastion of Chaos, because Bastion is an exciting word. Uh, it's telling me some words. Might be important. The lands to the east have been plagued by marauding orcs and goblins. The Emperor has ordered that a band of worthy heroes should be sent forth to destroy them. The orcs are well protected in a strong underground fortress known as the Bastion of Chaos. They are led by a small group of Chaos warriors. You must fight your way in and kill all of the monsters you find. You will be paid a bounty of 10 gold coins for each goblin, 20 for each orc, 30 for each Fimir or Chaos warrior killed. I understand, Mentor. Yeah, there's that wizard in the background, isn't there? He's like looking over the board. Oh, that's yeah. exciting. Right, I've got eight moves. There is a door to the top and a door to the bottom and big stairs, but I think that's maybe the way out, so I don't want to do that, do I? No, that would make sense. Right, door up or down? Uh, I mean, always up, surely. Okay. So I've clicked on the door. He's gone to the door. He's gone through it. There's two, maybe, orcs or something. So how did I hit, Dan? Was that the sword button? Yeah, so you see there's, like, in the left-hand, bottom left okay. corner, there's yeah, the so key, right. the sword, and the... So I've got the sword button, turn. and I'm going to hit a goblin with a sword. I hit him, the enemy survived. Um, okay, I, I think it's the end of my problem. turn now. Yeah. So this button is end turn. Oh dear, a different goblin just came over to me. I survived the attack. He had two things, I had one. Ah, and then another one had one thing, and I had two things. So maybe that meant he didn't hurt me? I don't know. That's my turn again. So I'm going to twat that goblin again. So hitting him, I had one skull, he had one shield, the enemy survived. It was a waste of fucking time, wasn't it? Now it's the end of my turn again. Oh, God. Oh, so he just Hooray, hit me I'm with a skull. Him. I didn't get anything, so I think I maybe lost a hit point or something. And then the other one hit me, but didn't do anything. There's a small chance this is more boring than listening to people playing Dungeons and Dragons. Hey, yeah, I killed the goblin. Just... I got ten gold coins. The enemy is dead. Now the other one's going to hit me. I survived. I'm utterly bored of this now. Now I'm going to hit him. Even by my standards. I killed him as well. I got ten more gold coins. It's going very well. The cool, I'm just going to eat some cake while you're doing this. Yeah, uh, that's the end of that turn. Right, there's a fireplace in this room. I'm going to go to the fireplace. Uh, I'm clicking on the fireplace. Nothing is happening. What does this button do? Oh, I searched for traps and I found nothing. That was a waste of fucking time, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. Um, oh, I found a small wooden box. It's old and plain, but inside there is 50 gold coins worth of jewels. Uh, I'm going to close that window now because um, it's actually really boring to play it really is. and listening to it is probably even worse, I would imagine. Yeah. So, yeah. why do we do I mean, that? Let's be honest, this is the reality of most retro gaming experiences. That's the problem, isn't it? The worst one yeah. is when you play old arcade games because mm. everyone says, oh, Pac-Man, that was really great, wasn't it? And then you play it and it's really shit and hard and just a nightmare. Mm. Well, but also all the kind of sense of jeopardy's gone because you have infinite money. Well, you speak for yourself. I don't have infinite money. Ah, uh-huh. well, we did when we played Final Fight. 
That's true. Oh, the listeners when probably we beat don't... Final Fight. So the listeners probably don't know about the time that me and Adam. Well, it's Dan. Well, also Dan doesn't know. Even if he was there, he wouldn't. When we when we when we go. pulled off the heist. So, uh, yeah, when we were twelve, do you think? About yeah, twelve, thirteen, something like that. that. Um, hang on, no, younger than that, because it was the first time I came with you to Cyprus. I think. Well, it might have been like eleven. Then. So we, 10, we were still at um, at middle, middle school. school. Mm. So that would have been yeah, I reckon ten or eleven, and uh, we there was an arcade machine at the hotel that had the game Final Fight on it, which is sort of like Streets of Rage, but with one of the characters with Mayor Mike Hager is a mayor, mm. but he's a mayor who wears just dungarees and not a shirt, <laughs> and his move is to drop kick people, which yeah, is, he beats the shit out of people. It's the kind of mayor I could get behind. Um, so his daughter gets kidnapped. I don't know why I'm explaining the plot of this game. Anyway, it's a, it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up game. That's all you really need to know. Um, and it's fucking hard. And because it's an arcade game, it costs a lot of money because every time you die, you have to put in more... Yeah, it was 25 cents 25 credit, cents. which was about 30 or 40p at that point. Yeah, yeah. so a lot of money. Um, so we went uh, into the mountains... And we were at this literally point. not. This isn't a game. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Like, no, this, me and Adam just went into the mountains, and we were having lunch in this place. And there was um, a mechanical horse machine that you could sort of ride. Yeah, the kids one. That yeah, you put put money in, and it kind of rocks for a bit with some music, and then. But it was yeah. it was probably fucked. I don't know. And Adam's point. brother, who was what like six, mm. six or seven, um, same age as my daughter. That's fucked up. <laughs> wow. It's fine. He's only thirty-one now. Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm having a moment of existential doubt now. Oh. It's like 25 years ago when we did oh, this. Oh, my goodness. Why is it all oh, marching towards the grave? Anyway, he wants to go on this this thing, this horse thing, and he put in his 25 cents, and it didn't work because I think it wasn't plugged in or something. Mm. So we were, you know, understandably vexed. Um... So I don't know who kicked it first, but somebody kicked it, and then the money, um, like the the safe box where the money drops into, the door of that fell off, and all of these twenty five cent pieces just spilled out onto the ground. So we filled up our yop bum bags with them, and went back and fed it all into. I mean, what do you reckon? Like 40, <laughs> probably about thirty or forty quid Cyprus yeah. pounds. We fed it all into the final fight. <laughs> And um, beat Final uh, Fight yeah, Arcade machine and completed the game That's tremendous What an achievement for a 10 or 11 year old <laughs> Yeah mm. So yeah that's, Probably the, that's, that's, that's the only arcade game I've ever completed That's our introduction I to, completed um, the Simpsons arcade game Which was also a side-scrolling beat-em-up um, In which the final boss was Mr Burns in a massive fucking robot I think I was possibly there with you when you did that Yeah so you two have box. each completed an arcade game and I've been part of that experience for you. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, it's not quite the same as getting chased by a dog in Portugal, but that's another... Uh, well, we can always do that soon. Well, I'm not going to engineer it. <laughs> I mean, you say that, but I reckon you are. I think I would just um, kick the fucking thing to death now. That's not true. Mm. They were scary dogs. They would have bitten my foot off if I tried to kick them. Mm. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't suppose anyone has any content, do they? Well, I mean, we've been going for an hour at this point. I mean, bear in mind you haven't, obviously, because oh, you, know, you, you joined us late. But thank God for that. I thought it was only forty-three minutes. <laughs> no, no, we've we've been been going for quite some time. Okay, um, I mean, given that we didn't release episode one six six. Well, I was saying to Dan, I'm going to take a look at it this weekend and see if I can salvage like a fifteen-minute hmm. um, synopsis. I think the best thing. To what do I'm going to try and do is see if I can like pitch shift Chris so he at least sounds interesting. It's not likely. Just volume mm. boost him. Um, I mean, what I would be tempted to do in your shoes would be just to combine all tracks into one, not even give it a cursory listen, just export it as an MP3, put it on Just do mix and render. Yeah, and then just say, right, not my problem. <sighs> yeah, I could do. And then if people we'll want see how to, I feel over the weekend. If people want to go on SoundCloud and listen to it, they can, but mm. they don't have to, and they shouldn't. <laughs> and then you know, we're not, we can't be held responsible for. That's the spirit. Um, so whoever is who, which one of you poor bastards is editing this one? Oh well, this is all academics. It's never going to see the light of day because it's Daniel. Oh shit, uh, Dan, you've got to get you've got to get this out before uh, before the twenty third. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, it's not relevant. Yeah, European election discussion—you've got to get out before the elections. Danny Baker already made us look like twats. It's true. It's true. Can't have Nigel Farage doing it as well. Hmm. I mean, I mean, we we manifestly can. Um, Did either of you have any hot takes on Nigel Farage, or just um, he's a he's a complete he's he's a shit? I tried to keep his name out of my mouth because. He's a, a complete arsehole, and uh, although interesting, someone was saying apparently the uh, Brexit Party website has basically been set up as like the ideal, you know, mechanism for b- breaching uh, the Electoral Commission rules on party donations. Oh, what um, by everybody donating loads to it? By everyone donating less than five hundred pounds, because if it's a donation is less than five hundred pounds, then the party doesn't have to report it or get any information about who's made the donation. So they can basically, and like the website doesn't ask any information, not even an email address, for you to actually make your donation. And the maximum donation is five hundred pounds and a penny. Mm. Um, so unless you like specifically, you know, do a twenty-five pounds a month subscription or something. Um, so if you want to donate through the website, you could, and, and there's no no capture, no nothing. So it's essentially set up so that you can automate like endless donations of £499.99 mm. uh, with no traceability as to who you are or where it's come from. Uh, and none of it has to be reported to the Electoral Commission because it's all under £500. So, sorry, I'm confused. Who Who does that then benefit? Well, the Brexit Party, because they can get massive donations from oh, anyone they so like they, anywhere in the world. Right, so they've deliberately... This isn't an exploit that we can fuck No, no, no. Right, this is, they've okay. deliberately set it up so that right. they don't receive any information about anyone who's giving them money, and nobody who's donating through the website can realistically donate enough money that they have to report it to anybody. Oh, okay. Well, good for them. It's so, good to find loopholes. Because Farage is making like, big boasts about how they receive like, three-quarters of a million quid from, like, you know... That tens of 200,000 small donors or whatever um, and then somebody went and had a look it's like well yeah but I mean you can literally just put in any details you like and pay your small amount of money through PayPal and there's no validation that your PayPal account is linked to a real person um, 
mm. and the server the server that operates is in the US and like the whole thing is shady as fuck. Yeah. Which is kind of what you'd expect. I really. thought people had found a loophole of how we could like or extract money out of the Brexit party. Well, get them, yeah, invest, uh, investigate it for some or... I mean, you could make a like you could make a five hundred and five hundred pound and a penny donation uh, in the name of like Vladimir Putin. Yeah, I would rather just not <laughs> give him five hundred pounds and a penny. That's five hundred pounds and a penny that I could spend on anything else would be better. There isn't anything I could spend that money on that would be worse. Mm. Maybe. True. Uh, how about how about like uh, funding genocide? Well, you, I mean, you're sort of indirectly doing that anyway, aren't you? Fair, yeah, yeah. good point. I hadn't really thought about that. Right. Right. Shall we, like, stop? Yes, we should stop. Um, we should definitely stop. Yes. This didn't feel like a good one.